Okay, welcome for coming back to the Bigfoot Society podcast. We have the privilege of having uh, Jeff from Strangeology on Instagram with us uh, tonight. And Jeff, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, so I run uh, Strangeology on Instagram. Uh, also have a Facebook page as well. Um, and essentially, I cover everything in the world of weird. Uh, if you're into uh, UFOs and aliens, theories, <laughs> and everything in between. Uh, it's always th- this whole uh, thing is kind of turned into a passion project of mine <laughs> um, since the uh, the quarantine happened <laughs> back in back in March. I was just kind of bored, and I was like, "Well, I've always been into this kind of stuff. I think I'm gonna." try and do my own thing here and, and bring some cool and interesting uh, information out there for people to uh, see and read. Um, and it seems to be, uh, you know, getting people's attention uh, from time yes. to time. <laughs> I would say <laughs> and so. And I have yeah, a lot of fun yeah. doing it. So you've had some, uh, well, I guess just today you had uh, Jeremy Corbell or the other day, Jeremy Corbell noticed your stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah, he posted some video from uh, Costa Rica that was taken in mm-hmm. 2007 of a UFO, yep. allegedly, that was uh, off in the distance and uh, some guy caught it on, on video. And I was just like, yeah, that's awesome. And he liked the post <laughs> or my comment rather. Awesome. And Very uh, cool. additionally, uh, part of my Instagram story as well. Um, funny story, a couple years ago, I actually attended a contact in the desert. Uh, oh, really? In Palm Springs, uh, wow. California. Um, okay. And uh, actually walked by Jeremy a few times. I mean, obviously <laughs> he has no idea who the hell I am, but <laughs> I was wow. just, That's you know, so like weird. Yeah. starstruck things because it's just like, that was yeah. around the time where his Skinwalker Ranch documentary came oh, out. Oh, yeah, sure. And, yeah. Um, you know, the Bob Lazar thing was like just about yep. to come out too, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's like hanging around awesome. with all these rock stars, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It's like your, uh, your lost moment when they're on the airport and they don't know each other yet, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. no, for, for people that haven't, well, judging that uh, or assuming that everyone's into Instagram, hopefully you are. But, uh, if you haven't looked at Jeff's stuff on the strange G account and also it's on Facebook too, um, it is fantastic. And I mean, I don't think anyone out there is making the uh, same quality of graphics, how it looks, and also like uh, the quality of the stories, the the information, like it, it is, it's hats off to you. You know, wow. you're doing a good job, dude. Thank you so much, man. That means yep. a lot. <laughs> and um, I mean, I was, I was looking at your stuff uh, today and um you're doing very good on Instagram. And I looked on the Facebook and I was like, wait, 6,000 people. I was like, <laughs> wow. That's like, good job, dude. That's yeah. Yeah. It's really getting spread around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. It's fun. So one of your posts that is my favorite is the Northfield Pigman. Yes. And here's why, because I grew up in new England. <clears throat> oh really okay i actually grew up in uh, northfield massachusetts oh, so right. when i saw northfield i was like oh and then i was like oh it's northfield vermont okay yeah which i have been to before it's also a very small town as yes, northfield sir. massachusetts is but uh it, it's cool and 
I, I had never heard that story before. Um, it's kind of a weird thing. So I grew up in New England, but I wasn't into the cryptids out there. Um, no. <laughs> I moved out to central Iowa and that's when I started getting into the cryptids and stuff. Ah, and then I'm like yeah. looking back into New England, I'm like, I missed out on a lot of fun times. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of crazy stuff. Cause you're, are you based out of New England or? Yeah. 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 Um, so I actually, um, I'm from Vermont. I grew up okay. here. I lived here pretty much most of my life. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, it's a cool place to grow up. It's, it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, very rural, very quiet. Yeah. And, um, those combinations, uh, definitely <laughs> have, have led to some interesting happenings from time to time that people have witnessed sure. for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a few times when I was, uh, hiking, um, Appalachian trail, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and I would be out there and there are times when you know something is watching you oh, and yeah. you're like, well, it could be mountain lion. In that case, I'm really screwed. Um, <laughs> or, it, you know, it could be something else. You know, it could be a Bigfoot. You know, you, you have no idea. Uh, I was talking to um, a few people from the New England area, uh, Alexander uh, Petikoff, um, last week, and he was just throwing out some crazy stories off air. They did not get recorded oh. <laughs> about a Bigfoot uh, uh, ish, uh, Bigfoot uh, scenario he had come up in the southern New Hampshire. That was very cool. Interesting. But, um, Love yeah. to hear it sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, shout out to his uh, Sasquatch YouTube channel. I think it's actually on there if you want to check it out. He's nice. got some, yeah. some some good content up there. Yeah, but, there's um, so much out there. It's, a, it's oh, hard, know, right? hard to keep up sometimes. I know, I know. Um, you are so you are in um, about halfway up Vermont, right? Yeah, and I'm in the like the central northern uh, okay, region. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So I'm trying to like I'm trying to think again that area. Um, I went to school in Brattleboro, but that's far southern Vermont, you know. Yeah, it's about um, two hours from where I am. Okay, cool, cool. So, what would you say? What is the weirdest? what's the weirdest thing that you've run into out there? Can you All give right. me a little, uh, a little weird story or, or something that's like, you know, when I, when I think in new England and I think of weird stuff or cryptid stuff, this is the thing I love. Right. Right. Well, um, it's not necessarily a, 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 a Bigfoot story, but when I was a kid, um, and I grew up, um, on top of a hill in the middle of the mm -hmm. woods <laughs> on okay. five acres. Yeah, and, yep. you know, there's houses around, but it was mostly heavily forested. Um, and my friend and I were messing around on one of my neighbor's properties. Mm -hmm. uh, we were probably about eight or nine years old at the time. Okay. And there's this really steep embankment that we used to love to try to climb up and we'd be like grabbing onto roots and, you know, sliding back down, just having uh, an awesome time turning into dirt balls. Right. Yeah. Totally. As, uh, little boys do. And we kind of like came to a little bit of a precipice and we're like, okay, let's like walk around and explore a little bit. And we were coming up to this tree and I looked up 
and there was something kind of just like hugging the tree Mm. and I looked at it and it looked like this weird little furry thing that was probably like the size of a basketball and it had these huge eyes and it was just kind of looking at us and we were like that Mm. doesn't look anything like any of the animals that live around here and we bolted because it freaked us out we had no idea what it was and uh later on in the afternoon we went back and it was gone so whatever it was it wasn't like uh, a mushroom growing on a tree or uh, anything else like that (laughs) and and uh later on in uh like my late teen years early 20s um i started listening to um this band at the drive-in um and then two of their members went on to form the mars volta i'm not sure if you're familiar oh yeah yeah okay yeah prog rock psych rock i've heard of mars volta yeah and first ep which is called the tremulant ep had a uh picture or like a, a line art work of a um a tarsier monkey and it was exactly what I saw. Yeah, yeah, and that's the like, one with the big eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly really what saw. I was just, I was going to bring that up, yeah. Yeah, wow. so I was like, did somebody have one as a pet and it escaped? Or is there some rogue population of these things somehow living in the right. forests of New England? I mean, yeah. they're like tropical creatures, so it's like, mm, I don't know. But that was yeah, probably be weird. One of my, right. my first like experiences with something. Man weird and unexplained and <laughs> that would be that's crazy that's crazy yeah man thanks for sharing that that's awesome yeah no um, problem yeah new england man has some weird stuff like um there's everything from uh america stonehenge is out there yeah um, in new Hampshire, that's, right? that's weird yep yeah. yep um just the fact you can go hiking through the woods and you can see like old um old homesteads and yeah. rock walls. Like we don't really have that going on out here in the Midwest, you know, I no, no, really no. miss that. Um, yeah. Man. Yeah. The town I grew up in actually is um, kind of in the shadow of um, the tallest mountain in the state, Mount Mansfield. Oh yeah. Sure. An old kind of ghost town on one of the access roads that goes mm-hmm. up. Um, I believe it was called Stevensville Brook. Um, okay. And the road goes up to one of the trailheads if you want to go hiking. And there's still like old houses from like the 1800s and several foundations up there. It's kind of spooky, you know, when you like go up there. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of old uh, relics from the past and a lot of interesting yep. and, and deep history oh, in this totally. part of the country. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's fascinating and, and uh, it's really cool to <laughs> have that kind of access to something so close living, living here. Definitely. Definitely. To maybe change gears a bit. So thinking of uh, your post, what, if someone was to ask you, uh, what is your, what would you want to be known for? What's your like, what is your prime post that you've come out with? What are you most proud of? What would you say? Oh, my, my most prime post. That, wow. That's hard because it's like choosing your favorite kid, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. um, well, 
I guess, you know, the, the amount of work that I, I put into like the cryptids in researching, you know, I like to, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's nice to, uh, you know, be known and set yourself aside, you know, kind of, you know, that's what I do. I'm a graphic designer by trade. And I know we talked about that a little bit the other day. Um, And, you know, I kind of want to set myself apart from what other people are doing because there's so much of this subject matter going on. Right. It's a lot more than what I thought (laughs) when I first, uh, you know, started doing strangeology and, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, mid nineties when the internet came out mm-hmm. like crystal links was like the, the big uh, website to read about anything weird, you know, <laughs> far before any social media or even yeah. MySpace. you know? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, being known for, for the cryptid stuff, you know, it's always been a passion of mine. Um, interestingly though, I think one of the better performing posts that I've done um, on a cryptid is probably the Skinwalker uh, post oh, that I did. Okay. And I'm not sure if that was because it was correlating around the same time that the History Channel mm. show was airing or that a lot of people are into Skinwalkers. And the whole concept of Skinwalkers, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding behind it. Um, I believe so, yeah. Going into yep. like deep first people's uh legends and myths Mm -hmm. and it's it's a really fascinating um fascinating uh cryptid slash uh legend you know there's so much about it that is just more than like oh i saw a wolf and it stood on its hind legs like that could be a dog man or a werewolf (laughs) oh yeah there's so much overlap it's 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 very interesting um and then you know uh, I did a, a poll a little while back on, you know, what my followers would like to see more content on. Um, and most of it's like, oh, I want to see info about cryptids and mm-hmm. less about UFOs and ghosts <laughs> and all this stuff, which <laughs> I also find interesting. Um, but it's kind of funny because I think the best uh, and most viewed video post I did um, was about this uh, supposed supposed UFO crash that happened in um, Magi Brazil like last Mm. month and I remember when information about it stopped started dropping on Reddit and Mm. there was all this conflicting information and all these different videos. Some of them were just like someone pointing their cell phone up in the sky and there's like a bright light, which is like, you know, that could be anything. (laughs) And then I see this one that's like these rotating lights and there's the videos being taken from a car and there's all these like police sirens going off. (laughs) And it's just like this crazy scene. And I was like, whoa, that's like nuts. I'm going to, you know, post it, you know, with the yeah. disclaimer, as always, it's like, you know, this could totally be a hoax. We don't know for sure what's going on here. That's got like thousands of views on it. Oh, wow. um, I quickly found out from uh, someone who follows Strangeology on Facebook that it was actually like a drone show from somewhere in Mexico, I guess. Um, so, but nice. there was other, uh, or there were other videos and stuff of the alleged object and the crash. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's interesting what, you know, people f- uh, feel drawn to, you know? But, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> the, the, uh, the Skinwalker, uh, have you been watching the Skinwalker Ranch show? Uh, I guess it's over. The first season is over. Now, oh yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I watched the yeah. whole um, <laughs> I haven't seen the last two episodes because I'm a cheapskate and I, we don't have cable or anything. And my, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, trial of, uh, sling TV ran out. Ah, right on. So I was like, uh, it's like they knew. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, if you have, uh, if you've seen Jeremy's documentary and read the stuff prior to that, it's weird. And then you go into watching secret of skinwalker ranch, that show. It's yeah. like you get to see everything, but the way they're looking at it is totally different. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a really weird experience because like, you know, Jeremy's documentary is super like serious, like let's go after this. And then it's right. more of like kind of reality show, like in the secret of skinwalker ranch. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like the the guy dragons just kind of become like a caricature of himself. <laughs> I see so many memes about. Uh, I think stuff. he yeah. gets. A, I think he gets a lot of flack, but I think he's got a heart of gold. Like oh, I yeah, think he's no, a good totally. dude. Yeah, yeah, from what I pick up, um, I think people give him a lot of crud, but he's a he's a good guy. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hats off he's to you, Dragon. Guy. <laughs> you got two guys in your corner over here. Um, <laughs> he gets a lot of crud though on Facebook. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Oh yeah. Um, Something you mentioned, this, this could be interesting. So you, you kind of dropped that you, you know, you're in Vermont, but you got to go out to contact in the desert. So yeah. what's that all about? Um, so that was kind of like a bucket list thing. So, okay, cool, cool. I don't do a lot of traveling out of New mm-hmm. England, you know? Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> but you know, oh gosh, when did I first hear about contact? I think it was, somewhere around like 2014 or 2015 I heard about it and I was like mm-hmm. telling my then girlfriend now fiance at the time like we gotta go to this like this yeah. sounds awesome and she's like okay you know we'll go um like whenever you want just let me know <laughs> and wow, um that's finally awesome. decided to drop the cash on going um back in 2018 um okay. so we actually wound up um turning it into like a whole road trip to do some like sightseeing in Arizona, uh, like Grand Canyon, um, mm-hmm. the Navajo National Monument, um, okay. and a bunch of other places like Utah. And we even went up to Rachel, Nevada, um, to go check out the little alien and, and then oh, kind of yeah, like yeah, sure. check out the black mailbox on the road. That's awesome. We kind of chickened oh, out and didn't exactly know where the right road was to get to the yeah. back to the base so we were just like well it's getting late we need to get to our airbnb in vegas so and it's just like driving through the desert the roads are so long but it's it was a lot of fun and then uh we after about four or five days of that we we landed in uh the palm springs area and Mm -hmm. uh contact was like a four-day event it was like a thursday friday no it was friday saturday sunday and then there's like um, intensive sessions with all the like certain speakers that you could pay extra for on Monday. But okay. you know, our flight back East yeah. was leaving from LA on like Tuesday morning. So we were like, eh, we're going to just kind of chill for a day after, you know, yeah. 
burning yeah. some serious rubber through the desert um, yep. and then just getting a crazy download of information <laughs> from the from the conference so but it was really cool yeah. like you, you go there and they've got like little and this was the first year it was actually at a resort that had air conditioning and it's like 110 degrees every day in the desert oh my god this time of year out there or hotter and I guess before they used to do it at the Joshua Tree Resort, uh, a couple hours away, um, like deep in the desert, and there's like no air conditioning, and people are just like sweating, sweating profusely. <laughs> That's what I was picturing. Um, you're going. Yeah, to, I'm glad yeah. you didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, okay. it was. It was. It was quite the experience. And like I mentioned before, like I, you know, pa- passed by Jeremy Corbell a few times, and then mm-hmm. you know they've got like the meet and greet tables i got to you know meet and get a picture with uh giorgio sukalos oh cool uh, yeah yeah got to uh see travis walton talk about his experience mm-hmm. getting abducted um nice. we got wow. to uh have a quick little chat with linda moulton howe uh okay. yep. briefly at like the end of the night <laughs> and she's like my uh my fiance is like uh idol for <laughs> all this stuff like earth files yes yeah um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and it was uh, it was just a totally wild experience, like getting to see Eric von Daniken speak, um, and all these other heavy hitters like Robert mm-hmm. Schock talking about the the Great Sphinx, um, and his whole theory about how it's actually more like ten thousand years old versus twenty five to three thousand years old. And really? It's just wild, and you're packed in there with all these oh, other man. people who um, are just you know they're all they're all the same as you mostly at least there's mm-hmm. there's some uh, pretty eccentric people to go but most of them were just like you and i you know just we're enthusiastic about the subject matter and we want to go yep. and see these people talk that have been studying it for 20 30 40 years or more you know and it's yeah it's it's worth going to uh, got canceled this year i think but you know <laughs> yeah as did everything in the world right <laughs> yeah, yeah so you you were lucky that you you got to go to that when you did, right? Because yeah, yeah, for sure. Who knows, right? What the future is going to bring. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, those conferences, getting to go to conferences is very cool. Like the access you have to people that you would just not have, you know. Um, yeah. We have one in Iowa we go to every year. It's uh, the Van Meter Visitor Festival, uh-huh. which is like... Um, you know, it's a one day thing, but every year it gets a little bigger and a little bigger. Like this last year we had, uh, you know, Nash Hoover from Chasing Legends was there and uh, Jay nice. Pachochin from Wisconsin was there. Right. And, um, it's just a small town in Iowa where in the 1800s they were terrorized by a pterodactyl with a laser coming out of its head. And then <laughs> they, uh, they got it into this mine on the outskirts of town with a posse and then just blew it to kingdom come. So <laughs> it's one of those classic fairy tales, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Small little town festival that's, that's getting awesome. bigger, but um, so let's talk about maybe what the future holds for strangeology. What are your, what's your bucket list for strangeology? If you have um, anything you're working towards or man, I wish it could, turn into this someday i know that's a big question to ask you right yeah i mean right now i'm just kind of going with the flow um Mm -hmm. and just trying to get new and interesting compelling content out there um i've had it in my head for a couple weeks now 
that the Instagram format is a little bit limiting with mm. exactly how much you can do. Like there's Instagram yeah. TV, but I feel like less people have um, checked that out versus it hasn't caught on yet. Quick, I think. Uh, yeah. The quick dopamine dump of uh, looking right. at a picture and hitting like, yep. Um, or watching a 15 to 60 second video clip. <laughs> That's easy and quick to consume for exactly. people. Um, but something longer format, I've been toying with the idea of um, going the podcast route like you, mm-hmm. or maybe uh, doing something uh, YouTube based to get a little bit more in depth with uh, the different things that I cover. Um, so that's mm-hmm. kind of in in the pipes. Um, and then I've also been, um, uh, working towards kind of coming up with some cool and fun designs to open up like a a merch store. Um, I do have like strangeology branded stuff and I'm doing like a giveaway right now. Uh, shout out to the giveaway. Go sign up for that. Which is awesome. I was going to bring it up later (laughs) if you didn't, but I'm glad Uh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a designer. I like, I love art. I'm very, very into the creative arts and that kind of thing. Um, and I always have ideas in my head. So, um, yeah, I have, a, a kind of a, a big project that I've been working on in the background. That's, uh, kind of like a, um, let's just say <laughs> home is where the cryptid is. Uh, type of <laughs> okay type of theme for uh, a whole line of uh, shirts. And oh, merch, that's so. cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. That yeah. would be awesome. So be yep. on the lookout for that in the coming. Totally. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Man, just the way you design stuff, dude. It makes me. It's like, <laughs> oh, I wish I had that superpower, dude. <laughs> All I can do is Canva and Canva doesn't cut it, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be on the way for me. Yeah. 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 Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Who would you, if you were to start a podcast, who, who would, uh, what would be kind of like your focus? Do you think? Oh, the focus. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not, uh, I would think that, Gosh, it's just, it's, sometimes it's overwhelming. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it that way. There's, there's so much out there for stories and, you know, there's hundreds of cryptids. It's not just limited to the United States. Like this stuff is worldwide. There's oh, stories yeah, yeah. and legends on every continent on this planet for that, you know, there's UFO sightings all over the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like myths and fairy tales and conspiracy theories galore. And I, I think it would be interesting to do kind of um, an interview based uh, format to bring on experts or authors and yeah. that kind yeah. of thing, but also to do like your own, uh, your own information dump, uh, put some research in and uh, see where the trail leads. You know, I'm not into, I, I try to retain a skeptical mind. I'm not just like a, a woo woo type of person that right, believes right. anything uh, that gets thrown in my face. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some weird shit in my life, um, but I still think it's important to retain a healthy amount of skepticism um, yep. and make sure to 
you know, do your due diligence and, and make sure that, you know, what you're uh, looking into isn't uh, total BS. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally, totally agree with that. Um, yeah. And the, the whole cryptids, cryptids are everywhere. And like, if you take time and um, look through the old newspaper articles, you can find stuff that's just buried and it may have only gotten talked about like two times. And there was a flat back in the 1800s. Yeah. And, you know, like that's the weird stuff. And, and people just aren't going to libraries and, you know, going through microfiches, you know, for right, fun. Yeah. So not a lot yeah. of people find them. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the internet is a vast depository of knowledge, but there's also a lot of stuff that's not on the internet too. Yeah, and exactly. So I started exactly. buying some books. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Libraries are also a great idea. Uh, there's a good one in the town that I just moved to that I have not okay. yet. <laughs> um, Going to have to do some investigation there. But the newspaper articles actually uh, just reminded me when I was um, looking up stories about um, uh, like Bigfoot sightings and stuff in Vermont mm-hmm. over the years. Um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with the Glastonbury Triangle. It's... Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yep. Yeah, it's like on the other mm-hmm. side of the state from from Brattleboro, so it's outside right. of Huntington, yep. and yep. it's this ghost town where there's some paranormal stuff that's happened over the years. There was like a a flap of disappearances, um, mm. most of which were never solved, where hikers would go up into the woods onto Glastonbury Mountain, and okay. they wouldn't come back. You know, a wow. uh, reasonable exp- explanation is that they were attacked by like a bear or an animal <laughs> and got sure. dragged off and no one could find them. Sure. That's a right. conventional explanation. Um, but there's, you know, people who have been in a hiking group and they hiked ahead just a little ways. And then the hiking group caught up and person was gone, like missing four one one style weird. type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that was like sure. back in the forties. Um, oh, and then man. even before then, there used to be this town, um, up there, there was like a village called Fayville, um, mm-hmm. that was like a kind of a, a booming town, um, in the lumber industry. And okay. there was only like some bridges and then a railroad that went up there. And then in the late 1800s, a big flood came in and washed everything out. And wow. pretty much no one wanted to rebuild because the terrain is so rugged up there and it Man. just turned into a ghost town. So there's like old foundations yeah, 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 yeah. there and people theorize that there's uh, something a little strange going on. Um, like there's been UFO sightings and there was mm-hmm. even uh, bringing back to the newspaper clipping. Um, I came across uh, an old New York times um, clipping from uh, 1879 uh, okay. that was talking about a wild man, quote unquote, wild man sighting in uh, Pownell, well, the town of Pownell, which is um, just south of that area. Okay. Um, so it's like, okay, you know, on top of all that other paranormal stuff, we've got, you know, hairy humanoid uh, sightings <laughs> happening, you know, 150 years ago in this area. And, you know, those kinds of sightings still happen to this day. Um, wow. It's, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I'm sure most of us mow once a, once a week 
uh, mower yards. And that's when I get my thinking. And, you know, of course, when you're mowing half, half an acre with a push mower. And I was thinking, what a cool uh, podcast series it would be if you could, like, get a hold of, like, librarians that have been librarians in these cryptid towns for years and mm. then just say, like, unload everything. Yeah. All the knowledge that you've run into. Like, wouldn't that be crazy? That's a great That would be kind of interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't absolutely. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, man. But, uh, yeah, New England is is a weird, weird, weird place. Um, I would say probably the weirdest thing that I had happen was um, – so we were in uh, Franklin County, Mass. I don't know if you know where Northfield is. It's like, um, if you look on a map, it's where Vermont, New Hampshire, and Mass meet together. Yeah. In that little triangle, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I've got a lot of family that, yeah, yeah. that uh, are from that area. Oh, okay, cool. Western, That's awesome. Western Mass. Yeah, yeah. My, my folks grew up in, in Central and Western okay. Mass. So Very cool. Worcester area. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. So one night, um, we're hanging out, we're, we're watching TV or something. And all of a sudden I hear this, like this low droning engine noise. It's like, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And so I was living in like a, a room off the garage. Right. So I go out there and I look up and I'm like, man, it's really loud up here. And I'm probably like 15 16 right and i'm like dad come out here and we go <laughs> oh, this is funny <laughs> so we go out there and we we hear like this this like whoa, 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 whoa. and all of a sudden like this huge huge vehicle comes right over the top of the trees and we're talking like crazy lights and everything oh. and i'm just like whoa and it was super like low to the ground and everything. Wow. And so <laughs> this is a long time ago, right? So this yeah. is probably 20 years ago. And yeah. like, I look over to my dad and I don't know if you've ever had a connection with one of your parents where like the parent doesn't know what's going on. And you realize that as the kid. Yeah. And we're both <laughs> like, Oh, and then we never talked about it. Oh shit. <laughs> Until this year no way or last that's last year this year and i was like did you think that was a ufo and yeah he's like no i didn't i was like oh, okay <laughs> and i did i did uh call up um a few years later i did call up a connection in um a military branch that i knew mm -hmm. and i described to him and he was like yeah that was actually this type of vehicle that everyone thinks is a ufo and oh. we we lived in um a direct line of uh turns out that ships will or um, planes will take to go to otis air force base okay and so at the time it was like an awesome experience and i was yeah, like this yeah. is it this is it the entire my entire life is changing right now oh man but it was <laughs> but like you know like oh it, <laughs> it was just a crazy plane that was super huge like felt like it was the size of a football field oh that's funny yeah who knows uh, you know yeah knows yeah i had a, a similar experience um 
when I was about 13. And mm -hmm. uh, I shared this story. It's like on one of my earlier posts um, about this black triangle that I saw. Um, mm. And um, okay. Uh, it's so my brother and I went out to go see um, the empire strikes back when uh, Lucasfilms did the re-release oh. digital remaster <laughs> yes. of the, yes, yes. the original trilogy back in 97. Totally. Um, yeah. And so we were coming back from the movies in Burlington. Mm -hmm. And um, so like, instead of taking the highway, my brother likes to take uh, back roads and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. and um, I was sitting in the back of his old Volvo 240. Because um, <laughs> it's New England school. and everyone owns a Volvo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was sitting in the back seat because it was late. And I was like, ah, if I fall asleep, I want to like lay back down on, on the, the bench. And we were coming through this town called Williston, um, yep. which is two towns out of Burlington and about halfway to like the town I grew up in. And we were coming up on this straightaway and on either side of the road, there's like big like farm field pastures and like a couple houses. Okay. Um, it's like more developed now, uh, but it's still like pretty like open sky um, and off in a distance. Um, the road like goes down to in, into the woods, down a hill. Um, and there's like a clear line of trees. Um, and so we're coming up on this straightaway. My brother wasn't really speeding. And I see these three lights, like, boop, 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 like perfect equilateral triangle. Oh, man. And I was like, okay, that's, that's a plane. That's really low to the ground. What's going mm -hmm. on here? And uh, I was like looking around in the car to see if there's like any like door or running lights that might be reflected yeah. on, on the back uh, uh, passenger side window uh, where I was seeing this thing from. And so I then uh, rolled down the window because well, the two forties didn't have uh, yep. windows, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, wouldn't you know it, it was still sitting there and wow. uh I quickly determined that it wasn't moving and it was just kind of hovering there. And these oh, were like really big lights. And mm -hmm. we eventually like got closer and I was like, Oh, like saying my brother's name, like, Hey, like there's something out there. And he was like, shut up, Jeff, <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> and uh, so we eventually like get to the bend in the road where it goes downhill and into the woods. And I was like looking out the window at this thing. And it was so big that I couldn't see like the stars around it. And you know, minor detail, it was a clear night. Um, yep. So whatever it was, was a solid object. It wasn't just like three lights mm -hmm. in the formation. It was a yeah. object that had three lights on each, each point. And we drove away from it and never talked about it again until yep, about exactly 2011 wow. or something at a family reunion and yeah someone brought up the topic of ufos i don't know my parents are big ancient aliens fans so maybe like they were talking about nice. that. and we're like oh like my brother was like oh like jeff and i saw a ufo once um when we were driving home from the movies remember that jeff and i was like yeah like what did you see and he was like yeah it was like a three lights in the sky and a triangle and i was like that's exactly what i saw so wow. it was like kind of cool because awesome. you know you yeah. think 
when you see something like that, if like it, it's if you're alone, like yeah, you could be crazy. But if you have someone there witnessing it with you, that adds yep. more credibility. But when exactly. you don't talk about it for like years, you're just like, oh, did I actually see that, or was that a figment of my imagination? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like crazy. That's awesome. And I was into UFOs before then. So seeing that, I was just like, Ooh. ramps it up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of um, course. Believe it or not, it is at the end of our time already. Wow. Because cool. again, I'm a cheapskate and I have an unpaid Zoom account. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but if someone has not uh, gone to the Strangeology, um, doesn't know what that is, what's the best way that they can keep up with your, with your work? Um, so the best way to uh, check out what I'm doing is follow me on Instagram. It's uh, strangeology uh, at strange with a period and mm -hmm. ology at the end, because someone already has strangeology. Somebody already <laughs> it's took an active yeah. account that hasn't had anything posted to it for like five years or something. Like. Uh, yeah. And then Facebook as well is um, just strangeology on Facebook. Perfect. That's where you can find me. All right. Thanks for coming on again, Jeff. We'll have to have you back on in the future and uh, do a little catch up episode. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Have a me good here. one. Yep.